Whether you're streaming, gaming, video chatting, or doing it all at once, GigSpeed Internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion. That's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about GigSpeed Internet or ask about other popular plans. Enjoy faster downloads, more of the gaming you love, and a better streaming experience on all your devices. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to get a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Whether you're streaming, gaming, video chatting, or doing it all at once, GigSpeed Internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion. That's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about GigSpeed Internet or ask about other popular plans. Enjoy faster downloads, more of the gaming you love, and a better streaming experience on all your devices. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to get a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. And Fanny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! All right, and we are off and running. Excuse me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. We're here. I'm Jerry Strauss. And I'm Vicky, Vicky Guerrero. Guerrero. Excuse me! It's exciting. There's excitement <laughs> in the air. Vicky, you are off the hook excited, and you should be, because this is our first big week, our first big interview week, because we have got a conversation ahead of us that is going to blow minds all over the place. Yeah, you know, Jerry, we've been working so hard this week to, you know, get everything together and have our first episode drop. And um, shall we reveal who it is? You ready? Well, look, I think people who've been following us on social media <laughs> have caught the hints. They've seen the pictures. But if you've lived under a rock, if you just happen to be finding us and you skip the description of the episode as well, then, <laughs> hey, uh, you're in for a treat because, uh, Vicky, let them know. Oh my gosh, this is my great friend, my TV husband, ex-husband, all put into one bundle. The Edge Rated R Superstar, Adam Copeland. Welcome. Unbelievable. It's going to be an unbelievable conversation between, I, look, I don't know if controversial is the right word. Certainly one of the most memorable couples uh, in both good, bad, you know, we saw the ups and downs <laughs> of this insane relationship play out on our TV screens for a long, long time. You guys they really... They weren't... Sorry, Jay. They weren't ups and downs. It was nervous breakdowns, screaming tantrums, and having to fight for Edge to love me, which never worked out unless I manipulated him with a championship match, and it got old after a while. So there, that's how I want to explain our relationship. Go ahead, just, proceed. Just, just your usual boy meets girl, girl likes boy, boy manipulates <laughs> girl, girl screws over boy, championships are won, lost, <laughs> there's cheating, there's conniving, and uh, there's all sorts of sorted things going on. You know, just that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, this is where I defined what a cougar is supposed to be about, to the whole 
universe of fans, you know, in the wrestling industry, where I fit the perfect description of the older woman falling in love with the younger gentleman. And so these were great days. This was a lot of fun to work with Edge, and we had some great conversations ahead. Un unbelievably so, because look, we've heard Edge talk about this before here and there. We've heard you talk about this before here and there, but this is going to be you two getting together and sharing those personal, intimate, behind the scenes stories from that entire <laughs> time period. You guys locking lips in just the most, the most disgusting, uh, yeah, the, the, like disgusting the, the, slobbering, drooling way. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to hear all about it from the lips themselves. So yes. uh, it's going to be a one-of-a-kind opportunity this week. Before we get to Vicky's conversation with Edge, and I'm going to let you guys know right now, I I'm going to be there with them, but I'm just going to be like, you know, in those dirty movies, like the pizza delivery guy or the guy with the camera. I'm just going to be hanging back in the corner. I'm going to let these two do their thing because they have got a lot of stories to tell. Uh, but <laughs> before we get to that, uh, make sure, folks, because we've got a lot coming up in the, in the coming weeks, and we've already given you some great content over the last couple of weeks, make sure you subscribe to the Vicky Guerrero Show, to excuse me, anywhere that you enjoy your podcast. That's Apple, that's iTunes, that's Spotify, that's uh, Spreaker, that's absolutely anywhere where your favorite podcast can be found. We're there. So get on the list and make sure that you can hear us first as soon as we drop each and every episode every week. That's right, Jerry. We're so excited. Please leave us your feedback so we can bring on guests of your choice and any topics that you want to hear from me. I would be I would love to uh, just, you know, make the fans happy. So let's hear from you. Subscribe, like and show us love, everyone. And don't forget to follow Vicky on social media, on Twitter, everywhere, all over social media. Find us. And, of course, our Excuse Me page on Facebook as well. Be a part of the conversation. Be a part of the show. You guys are all part of the big Excuse Me family. Yes, very much so. We love you guys. Let's not wait any longer, Vicky. I'm going to step back. You guys connect. It's Vicky Guerrero and it's Edge together again here on Excuse Me. And guys, we're already rolling, so we may as well just keep on going cool. with this. Uh, so let's do it. Yeah, okay. it's awesome that you're all here. And you know, I just got to know for all of uh, for all the fans who remember the history between you guys on TV. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate personally the awkwardness that you guys are dealing with as exes <laughs> now coming back together uh, for the show. So the tension is palpable, but I think we can all get through it, right? You, have, you, you can yeah. cut it with with an electric knife. Yep. We we have a lot of unsaid discussions that we still need to to discuss. <laughs> no, but yeah, we, you, is what this will be. Yeah. <laughs> Closure. Closure. Yes. That's what we're looking for. You know, the, you know, Adam. Thank you again for being on our show. I am. I am just when when I go through an interview or people ask me about my WWE career. You are at the forefront of my gratitude and appreciation for everything you did for me when we worked together in our storyline. Well, you know, it, what was so crazy about all of that is how your character and how you took it and completely reinvented yourself. And it was so much fun for me 
to, to sit back and just watch this whole thing organically happen. And I don't know if you remember it, but I remember like, like it was yesterday where, where, excuse me, happened and where it all, <laughs> it was this happy accident. And I, I think we were standing there and you couldn't remember a line and <laughs> you just said, excuse me. And yeah. then they, they, they booed. And then you said it again, and then the boo got louder, and then you said it, and I went, oh, my gosh. you got to be kidding me. I don't know <laughs> if I would call it a happy moment in my career, but <laughs> it was pretty scary. Because <laughs> I, I knew I had to face dance, and I went back to Gorilla, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting fired tonight. <laughs> but it, what's so cool is, is to see those things just kind of organically happen, and for whatever reason, that pushed such a button in that audience and then it just it became this tsunami of of just proportions that i never saw coming and (laughs) i mean who would have thought like i don't know however many years later that one one term would cause an entire audience of twenty thousand people to just immediately start booing so good yeah it, thank you i mean it was it was so much fun i mean to to be able to use it today still in my you know, I go to comic cons and people want personal videos of me yelling at them. I'm like, who would have thought like, you know, 14 years ago that this is going to help me today. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I know it's, but, but even that, that just that whole experience of, of, you know, us being coupled together on the show and, and where it started from and then where it grew to. And, and also just, I mean, you never know if you're going to have chemistry with someone and whether this thing is going to work. And yeah. <laughs> it just, for whatever reason, it just did. And, and it was so much, like, I, I remember Mick Foley uh, calling me after they aired those vignettes of you and I. I'm like, <laughs> at the park? Peter Potter. <laughs> yeah. God, it was so cold that day. I was miserable. <laughs> oh, and it was just so ridiculous. And then, you know, he, he called me. He said, that is the best, worst thing that I've ever seen. And it was amazing. <laughs> you know, um, I, I still, you know, for me, I had so much stress on my shoulders because do you remember that vignette when we first uh, wanted, when Vince was backstage and we were, uh, you were sitting down, I was getting mad at you for, doing whatever you did that pissed me off. And Vince wanted to show some unity between us. And he said, I think tonight's a good night that we should have y'all, you know, kiss and show some unity between y'all as a, as a, you know, a team. And gosh, Adam, I was just a nervous wreck because here I've, I've been a fan of yours, a friend of yours, you know, between Eddie, you and me, we've had this great friendship and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I, I am going to, I'm either going to screw this up or I'm going to do it at a hundred percent. And, and I just had so much pressure because I never wanted to disappoint you because you're this, Oh my God, you're this legend that I was so blessed to work with. And I'm thinking, yeah, no pressure. Yeah. Let's just, yeah, no pressure. (laughs) We're we're, going to work together now. And I was so happy and scared at the same time. And when Vince said, you know, we're going to have y'all kiss. I was like, Oh my God! <laughs> this, is, this is real. This is going to be a real storyline. <laughs> yeah, and and I remember that, and I, I don't know if what you remember from that moment, but my recollection is I know it was Tampa, 
And yes. I believe Vince told us that about five minutes before we were about to shoot it live. Yeah. <laughs> and part of me thinks he did that on purpose so that we didn't have time to really overthink it and just be in the moment and do it. And, you know, we, he, we had just enough time to, for him to tell us to milk it, to really like build the anticipation and, and yeah. really like, are they going to, are they going? No, they're not going to, are they going to, are they? And <laughs> you could hear, I remember as we were filming it because it was live, uh, I could hear the crowd. And I could hear them reacting louder and louder as we we're getting closer and closer. I was like, well, we got some money here. Uh, That's just all there is to it. And yeah, um, but I, re- I do remember you actually talking me off the ledge because I was like, Vicky, uh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't I like I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's you and, and Betty and all of these <laughs> things are going around and I'm having all these emotions. And you're like, we just got to make this work. And I don't know if you remember that, but I went, huh. Okay. I okay. guess we do. Thanks, Vic. I, I said it, but I, I went home a nervous wreck going, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> well, but, you mean, got a great yeah. poker face because you, oh. you you made me feel comfortable because I was really uh, I, I, nervous and just like, oh, is this right? I was just, ah, I don't know. It's business. Ah, it's just we're characters and, <laughs> and trying to get my mind wrapped around that aspect, you know? I know. And my girls were so upset. They're like, mom. Of all people, Edge, like, that was one of dad's best friends. Like, really, mom? And I'm, I went home going, oh, my God, my girls are on to, I mean, they they are shaming me in my own living room. <laughs> yeah. Well, and but and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like, how is this? But we, we took it. We ran with it. And. Uh, so much fun. And that was. And so much fun. You know, I think once, especially once we got rolling with it, and I think. The, the run that we had on that show and then bringing in Chavo and bringing in, you know, Hawkins and Ryder and Bam. Oh, La Familia. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and even just to think of all of the, the bumps that I would create for you. <laughs> I feel you know, it's a funny story. My, my grandmother would be so worried for me because she goes, I knew that when you wore pants, something was happening to you because, and I was like, you know, I used to call her Abuelita and I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, I have watched you. And every time edge runs out of the ring and you have pants on, something's happening to you. I'm like, well, you are pretty smart grandma. (laughs) And she used to be so mad. She goes, where's his honor with you? I'm like, grandma, there is no honor here. There's no honor with him. (laughs) But, you know, we just had some great times at La Familia and, you know, bringing an undertaker and, you know, doing those, you know, vignettes with Teddy Long, like at the spa was just, they're just fun, good times. And I wish, you know, I always wanted to go back and do those days all over again, because that's when the wrestling show was just so much fun and just had a lot of comedy and drama to it. Well, what was great about it for me is that I actually enjoyed it in the moment. And sometimes that, that wasn't the case. Sometimes, you know, you, you get busy, it's crazy, it's this and it's that. And it was crazy and it was busy because we were, we're the engine that drove that show for a while. And that, that comes with a lot of pressure, but I had a blast and I really did make sure to, to soak it in the moment too. Um, and you talked about the, the angle with Undertaker, and that was one of my favorites because 
he wasn't there for half of it. I know. That, that was that, that was us. Yeah. <laughs> like you you basically played the part of his voice and put me in these situations and then I would take it out on you and then you incorporated all the other members and it was just really really um a well written considering one half of the program wasn't there um program. Yeah. yeah, I just thank you so much. I I I just I always see you and I just I'm so grateful for our friendship and just so happy for, you know, what, what it did for both our careers. And I'm just, it's just a blessing in itself. What, what we were able to do together, you know, in the ring. Yeah, it, it was, I look back really, really fondly at that whole time. Um, just week to week, like seeing what, you know, what they had hatched up and then what we could add to it. And, and like I mentioned earlier too, just having you out there with me for the matches, it gave me an extra, I just, I just knew the reactions would be so easy and, and try to come up with things that wouldn't be too dangerous, you know, but I think, but although the, the wheelchair West coast pop, that was the only one I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That one. I was a little nervous. worried. Yeah. That one was a little bit of yeah. like a, okay, I need to really think what I'm going to say yes to tonight. <laughs> but yeah, was... that, that one, but, but I was like, it's Ray. So if it's anybody else, I'm really worried. But with Ray, I go, okay, it's Ray Ray. So we, we should be good here. That went perfectly, I mean, better than what we could even think of when, you know, we were talking about, the, you know, in rehearsal. And it just, it was so perfect that night that I was really happy with it. And, and my neck was okay. And, you know, all was good. <laughs> and you, you, you don't ever know. You just, you hope for the best. And um, with, with Ray too, I, like I just loved just all of the history that, that went into that whole storyline too. And, and uh, I remember knowing that we were going to work Ray at the rumble. Mm -hmm. And then my, my, you know, uh, Dr. Frankenstein wrestling brain starts working. I'm like, okay, <laughs> hold on a second here. What if there's a deal where Vicky comes up to hug me and blocks the six one nine. And I, I, I just, I thought it would if it, if it worked out, it would be really cool. And, and it really, it was so much fun and you were right there. And I remember like trying to post my form so that his knee braces wouldn't hit you in the back of the head and just all the <laughs> little tiny things that no one would know from watching, but uh, you never batted an eye. You just, <laughs> you were right there. <laughs> well, you know, I think, you know, I, I just appreciate it. Adam, how much you included me, you know, when we sit down and talk about the matches, I learned so much from you from the psychology to how your perception of, of the match was to continue for the next week. And, and, you know, you always helped me so much because I was green. I mean, this is not what I did in life. I was a, a housewife that took care of my two girls. And, you know, I watched wrestling a lot, but to be in the action and, you know, I must ask you maybe 10, 15 times before we went on, okay, this is where you're going to do this, right? And then this is when I come in and you were so patient and just so wonderful to me that it really gave me a lot. It built my confidence to, to know that I wasn't going to be so scared anymore to, you know, do those moments for you. Well, and here's what I appreciated because I would rather have someone that would ask me 10 or 15 times rather than go, no, I got it. And then not be there because yeah. that's no good. 
So, A, that shows me the person cares and they want to hit their spots and, and be there because and, – and you were always a very important part of the matches. It, it, and the storylines and the promos. I mean, if, if you weren't out there, it was going to be a lot less um, – Dramatic? I don't know. <laughs> chaotic? Yeah, just a, a lot less chaotic and a lot less dramatic. The two of us together, that caused that whole frenetic thing. And yeah. it worked better when we were together, and I knew that. And so, yeah. to me, if you're out there, we got to incorporate you because that's such a huge payoff for an audience. But then if we can pull the rug out from under them by the very end, they're going to hate us even more. I and know. that... <laughs> that was always just so much fun to be involved in that whole process. And like I said, just to watch you grow from, like you said, someone who hasn't done this and, and was a housewife. <laughs> but to me, being a housewife is the hardest job in the world and being home and raising kids is harder than anything involved in wrestling. So it doesn't surprise me that you were able to like go, yeah, okay, I got this. Even uh, if you didn't, even if you were nervous, you didn't show it. So, well, Thank you, Adam. I just, I, you know, it's just a lot of great times. And I, I was looking back yesterday at some of the YouTube videos and, you know, watching Teddy Long look at us and discuss when we would like, you know, do these uh, romantic, you know, promos back and forth to each other. Everyone just participated at 100%, you know, with Chavo and, you know, Bam Bam and, you know, uh, Zach and Kurt. I mean, everyone had their own individual parts and it just, it was really a, a fun family, you know, that we got to enjoy and have fun every night together. And I, I just, it's just great stuff, you know, that I, I always will remember in my heart. Well, I think one of the, the important things about wrestling is the audience can tell when it's fun for the performers. I, I truly believe that. They can get a sense of, okay, we don't like these characters, but they look like they're having a blast. Yeah. And <laughs> I, and I do. I think it translates. I, I, I really think that can be read um, yeah. by an audience. I think they get a vibe, you know, and, and it's like when I used to watch Saturday Night Live and it was Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. I waited for Adam Sandler to bust because I knew they were having such a blast together. And <laughs> yeah. that to me was one of the most enjoyable parts. So you were supposed to hate us. And I think he, for the most part, people did. But you could yeah. also get a sense like these people all really do like each other and they enjoy working together. And yeah. I think that that's really key. Like I love teaming with Chavo. He's one of my favorite yeah. tag team partners ever. And we only ever teamed like twice. Really? Um, yeah. And throughout all of that stuff, I think we teamed twice, maybe oh three times, gosh. but e each night it was just, the chemistry was just there. And you, you also can't write that. You know, yeah. it's the same thing with us. For whatever reason, once we got rolling, that chemistry was there. And and that also translates. You know, I think also, too, Adam, is that um, our love for, well, my love for Eddie and how much Eddie loved you. You know, I look back at, yeah. you know, one, one of my favorite matches of you and Eddie was the no disqualification match. You know, and, and was which is when oh, it was a crazy match. And it was in, I think, 2002, maybe. Yeah, 2002. And I mean, it was, y'all did magic in the ring. I mean, Eddie had so much admiration and respect that he was so excited to have, a, you know, to work with you. And I think that when I was able to work with you, I had that same like excitement. And, and I started 
kind of putting two and two together of how much love Eddie had for you and respect and excitement because every time I got in the ring, it was magic. And it was this great psychology of these two men that, you know, were going to be, you know, evil and sneaky and, you know, you know, try and, and do your best moves. And it's just, you know, to look back at that, you know, I, I really know that Eddie was enjoying you know, us working together, but to see you and Eddie work was just, it's, it was amazing. And every time y'all, y'all got in the ring. Well, Eddie, um, Eddie will always hold a special place in my heart because when, whenever anything in life, like real life would happen, I had a select few people that I would go to and Eddie was one of them. Mm -hmm. And, and that to me was the important stuff. I knew what we could do in the ring and, and, uh, but when we'd go out for a bite to eat after and I could just like unload on them <laughs> basically <laughs> and, and just say, Oh man, so here's the deal. And he always had, he would always listen, have a, a kind, sympathetic ear, but he'd also tell me what he thought and he didn't yeah. try and candy coat or anything or, you know, but he was always understanding and, um, so those, those are the things that I always, you know, hold close. Yeah. And, and then when I found out, you know, we'd be working, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, you're, you're chomping at the bit. Cause it's like, okay, <laughs> what, what we can do together. And I'll never forget it though. So our first singles match against each other, SummerSlam, Nassau Coliseum, and so we're, we're, we're talking out some things, but not too much, you know, just because we both like to feel it out there. And, yep, uh, yep. <laughs> you know, and, you know, Eddie in particular, man, he really liked to feel it and where it was, you know, just take it different places. And, and Absolutely. you might have something mapped out, but that's going by the wayside because this we're <laughs> let's try here and over here. And I was cool with that. I like that. But I remember after that first match we had, uh, we got to the back and we're like, it was okay. It was like, yeah, we both like, it was fine. We we're so hard on each other. And, oh, and I'll oh never, I, I'll never forget. We both just were like, yeah, but it keeps better, you know, and it should be right. And we we're both like, yeah, it should be. We just were, we were both perfectionists and I've had people within the industry say that that's one of the matches they studied when they were coming into the industry. And I'm like, really? Huh? Wow. Cause we just what thought it was okay. Well, y'all were hard. I mean, y'all were very hard on each other. And it just, y'all did put a lot of stress and pressure on each other. Keep the devices in your home protected from Wi-Fi threats with Xfinity XFi. If it's connected, it's protected. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit today. Restrictions apply. Whether you're streaming, gaming, video chatting, or doing it all at once, gig speed internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. and, but throughout that whole series, each match, we're like, okay, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. And then finally, when we got to that no DQ, I'll, I, again, I'll never forget it. He hit me with that sunset powerbomb off the ladder. Oh, and I died. He's doing the army crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a little too. <laughs> but, uh, he, he's, he's crawling over like army crawl on his elbows. He goes, we got him now, S.A. <laughs> and I will never <laughs> forget it. 
Never oh forget it. Oh my gosh, that is that's and amazing. Just this this huge smile on his face. Nobody in the audience could see it because he had his face kind of down. He just said it so I could hear it, but he's just yeah. he's slowly crawling over, and he said that to me, and I couldn't <laughs> smile, but I was like, "Yeah, we do, buddy. Yeah, we do." And he, yeah, the, the to to put a, a a period on that match. The next day, we're flying back to Tampa together. So, man, my, I could I couldn't turn my head. He's got a big old Frankenstein welt on his forehead and like ten stitches because I rammed his head in the top of the ladder right in the finish of the match. Thanks, I, Adam. I, I rammed his head in. Yeah, I know. I, as soon as it happened, too, I rammed his head in. And I went, "Oh no, that had to hurt." And I look up, and he goes, "Oh man!" And he's just got blood pouring down his face. Like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Eddie." Now we're standing on the top rope and on top of a ladder while this conversation is happening. And he's like, "It's okay. It's okay." So, oh my gosh. We do the move, I cover him, we tell each other we love each other, we get to the back, we're celebrating and everything. The next morning, I see him in the airport, his shoulders are slouched, he's dragging his bag, his forehead's all bruised up, he's got stitches, I can't turn my head, I'm looking at him like like Frankenstein with bolts in my neck, and I look at him like, oh, what did we do to each other last night? He goes, I don't know, man, but it was a good match. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> such great history between you two, Jerry. Do you have anything you want to talk to Edge about? Well, you know, I you're just bringing back so many memories about, yeah. especially the work that you guys did together and the time that that we we all you know the world enjoyed kind of hating both of you. We love to hate both of you in your own way. <laughs> I always thought that the most interesting part of your relationship is the fact that nobody quite knew. Like, it could have been a very simple story of just knowing that at some point, uh, you know, one of you was going to screw the other and really, like, <laughs> sort of positioning yourself to that. But you guys played it so straight and so nuanced in a way where you never really knew, you know, who is maybe going to screw who. Were they perhaps really, like, in love? Or yeah, like, what yeah. exactly <laughs> was going on here? You never really went the super obvious route. And that just opened the door, I think for the thing to just keep going and going and take on so many twists and turns. Is that something you guys were, were well, conscious of as the story developed? Yeah, because I think the super obvious thing would have been this conniving, manipulative, you know, sleazy, slimy guy who just wants to be world champion is using her because she's in a position of power. But right. if, if it's just that, then it's one note. It's a one trick pony. There's nothing to that. There has to be layers and there has to be, hold on a second. I think he, he might actually love her. And I think she might actually love him. What? I didn't see that coming. Now you have so many different directions you can go. And then for Vicky's character to become almost probably more evil. I think that's something (laughs) that people did not see coming at all. (laughs) And then you got, then you flip it on its head and go, well, hold on a second. Is she going to screw him? I did not see that coming because now it, it's it's almost a role reversal in a way. And uh, and then, of course, you know, at some point with Edge, it's always going to be women that are his downfall and he sleeps with the wedding planner. And yeah. there's just <laughs> so many different so many different directions that it went. And it really was a blast, you know, to, to sit down with Michael Hayes and we'd we'd kind of go through like 
okay, what could we do here? How could we do this? And then, you know, to build to a hell in a cell, like I said, with an opponent who's not there. It was all just really fun stuff. And it allowed me personally, Vicky, I, I know we, we talked about this at the time, but I just finished seeing um, Heath Ledger play the Joker. And oh. when your character was kind of putting edge in these, these situations where he's going to have to, you know, fight Taker and hell in a cell. Right. I started trying to dip into that a little bit. You know, I started getting makeup put under my eyes. So it looked like I wasn't sleeping um, <laughs> and, and really just try to look unhinged and, and, and kind of go a little bit more into, I don't know, not method, but just trying to, I guess, act more. Um, within the, the confines of a wrestling storyline. And that was really the first instance where I started to, to tap into that, uh, that type of thing. And, and there was a lot of acting that I wasn't familiar with, but we were do I was doing it without it being, you know, known to me because just all the emotional chaos and me, you know, manipulating you to, you know, well, if you want to, you know, if you want to love me, then you have to win this match. You can do kind of what I say. And I had this authority behind me that, you were kind of stuck with me, so to speak, you yeah. know, so it, it was just so much fun. And, you know, I remember during our engagement days, I was going through so many engagement rings I got from the dollar store. They had these huge gems on them that looked like great on TV. And um, it was just so much fun because I was like, oh, I, I would always misplace them or they would turn green on my finger and they look horrible when I go out, you know, for the TV. And so I was sending out people from, you know, the production company, like, you know, Mark, uh, Mark from the um, stunt guys, you know, say, hey, can you go to Dollar Store and give me like 10 rings that look huge with diamonds? And he's like, why? And I'm like, because they're turning green on my finger. <laughs> it was just a joke, you know, like, it was just a lot of fun to do these little things that, you know, made it more reality. And, and I had to hide the, the, the turning of the metal on my finger because in the airport, people wanted to see the ring you gave me. And I'm like, really? And so I had to start wearing it and I had to start putting makeup on my finger because it looks so horrible with the cheap metal. That I was like, okay, here's a sneak peek of it. And then I put it away right away. And they're like, well, let me look at it up close. I'm like, no, you don't want to do that. Or, or, or you could have just said, yeah, he's really cheap. It's not real. Check it out. <laughs> But they were just so, uh, they were so like, and just deep in thought, they're like, wow, your ring's beautiful. I mean, I can't believe Edge gave that to you. I'm like, I told you, he loves me. Like, just to play in the damn airport, you're like, this is really fun. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it really, I, and I'll, I remember too, uh, the only time that, so we were doing the wedding thing, and it was when, um, we were, it was going to be discovered that I had slept at the, the wedding planner. And uh -huh. I remember that day they said, okay, here's your tux. And I went, a white tux? Really? <laughs> and for whatever reason, I just thought the idea of a white tux, I was like, I'm going to look like Barry Gibb. I'm going to look like one of the Bee Gees out there. And I remember Vince saying, yeah, that's exactly the point. And I went, oh, gotcha. Oh my okay. gosh. I, I was like, I want to look all handsome and dashing and wear like a nice felt black tux and everything he's like no we want in like this kind of off-white slightly dirty you know <laughs> rental that, <laughs> that maybe was supposed to be white at one point but isn't anymore yeah oh my god so. i knew that i knew that when triple h when triple h came out with the 6x size underwear i was like 
okay, this is going to end really bad. <laughs> it's, it's not going to end well. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing ever ends well in WWE anyway, <laughs> at least for a wedding. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, their, their ratings, uh, they're good for ratings, uh, bad for the outcome of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. So Adam, I wanted to ask you, you have such a great, unique life right now. You know, you're married to Beth Phoenix and how long have y'all been married for? So we got married uh, three years ago coming up. Um, we've been together for almost nine. And we, uh, but what we wanted to do, because we had our first daughter before we were married. And then we, we decided we were going to have another uh, child. And we thought, well, why don't we have our second child then get married? That way, one can't say to the other, well, they were married when they had me. Because <laughs> two girls, you know. The, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't want I didn't want that argument to be like, well, guess what? You know, so we we waited till we had Ruby, our, our second. And then uh, and then three years ago uh, on a break from Vikings, <laughs> bless her heart. So I fly back. I'm in the middle of a storyline on Vikings where I'm starving. So I'm down to like 220 pounds. I have a huge beard and. <laughs> I get, I get home, I got this break to get married and go on a honeymoon, and then I got to go back. And I pull up, I get out, I haven't been home for two months at this point. She looks at me, she went, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I oh just my look God. a little bit like a heroin addict right now, you know, but I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I, I look on your Instagram and you and Bess, and you live in absolute paradise. I mean the the pictures of the lake and you know just um your life in general like you know i see you having you know your coffee on the porch and reading at 12 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon i'm like i hate him <laughs> he's just enjoying <laughs> life right now <laughs> but it, it's yeah just... you know oh go ahead you know well we just we we love it here where we are and um you know it uh for whatever reason it's just it, it's a very it's our Shangri-La, you know, it's, it's a very peaceful place and it's very quiet and it's the opposite of what our careers were, you know? And I think, I think that's why we both gravitated to it just because you know how hectic life on the road is. And, yeah. you know, for 20 years of that, um, when, when I knew it was winding down, I didn't know it was going to wind down as fast as it did, but as I knew I was getting closer to, to retirement, I thought, I want to be someplace that is just peaceful and quiet and where I can get some nature. And for, for Beth, it's still close to stuff. So she can yeah. still go get her Starbucks and get her fraps <laughs> and all of those things. Target. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all close, but you know, I still have the quiet and the privacy and, and uh, it, we just, we love it. You know, we got married on our deck you know, at sunset Aww. and we just, uh, you know, it really, uh, if, it, it, and it's just crazy too, because we worked together for, you know, like six or seven years mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I retired and one day just randomly I was, they, they were doing like the edge appreciation night in Toronto, which was so embarrassing just because <laughs> it was like, this is your life. And, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason that day, we just started talking. And I remember that night thinking, I had no idea I had that much in common with her. Wow. I didn't know she trained in the same gym as me for wrestling. 
I didn't know that she wrestled in all the same dive bars in Toronto as me wow. just seven years later than me. I had no idea about any of that. I knew she was upstate New York, so there's similarities there because we grew up across the lake from each other. But even just in terms of like the way we look at things in life, there's a, there's a lot of similarities. And I didn't know that. And then suddenly, you know, uh, we're, we're dating and then we're having kids and getting married. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Well, you know, what fascinates me is, you know, seeing you and Beth is, you know, raising a family. Uh, what do you do different with the girls versus what Beth does when she's at home by herself? Is there things that, you know, as a dad, you know, you kind of take, you know, your own lead, you know, Eddie never, you know, did the hair. He never put the clothes together. He could fix it great eggs and toast for them you know that was like his forte <laughs> but what do you do that what, you know what do you do that's different that the girls look forward to versus what beth does when she's by herself with the girls so i think basically what we do is we just map out different things so beth will you know try and get some idea of meals because meals are a thing in our house and the girls are very fickle when it comes to food. They just, mm-hmm. one, one night they'll like this, the next night that's, you know, are you kidding me? How could you serve me this? <laughs> As kids are. And you never know when it's, <laughs> yeah, right? So I think what she tries to do, she, she tries to, to work on that. I don't. When Beth is on the road, which she is every week now, I, I will fully admit I go path of least resistance. So <laughs> she flies out on a Tuesday and usually Tuesday night they go, can we get 828? Eight eight? And 828 eight pizza is this pizza joint here in town that they love. I'm like, right, we're going to get 828 eight, girls. We walk uh, in there and the owner goes, oh, we're going to get the girls special tonight, huh? And I'm like, yep, we sure are. <laughs> that's awesome. That's and amazing. So that's but what I, what I do do though is I will put, I'll get all of their clothes out for the next day. And we'll have the discussion. I'm like, right, what do you want to wear tomorrow? Is it going to be shorts or a dress? What do you think? So she'll say, let's do a dress. And I'm like, okay, well, here's our three choices. Which one? And I narrow the choices down because otherwise it could take an hour. But if I put out three choices and go, which one's it going to be? And she chooses and we're off and running. So I do that the night before so that all we have to do as soon as we get up is brush teeth, throw on clothes downstairs, we're eating breakfast, and then we're at the door <laughs> to school. Oh, and, you so, know, it gets worse when they become teenagers, so good luck with that. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, right now, I'm not going it, to, it's, it's a very manageable process. They're, they're agreeable kids. They're not difficult. They have their spats here and there, but they love each other. Um, so, and, and they take it pretty easy on dad when, it, when it's just me. I think they realize, like, okay, he's in over his head. We'll take it easy on him. He, oh. He's just a big dumb lug. So we got We got to let's put the kid gloves on for him. And, and then when mom gets back home, we'll get a little more difficult. But that's um, amazing. Yeah, that's cool. it, it really, it, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, I realized before having kids, you know, it was, it was all wrestling. It was all career. And it was, then it became all acting. It's like, okay, okay. And then I had the kids and it's like, oh, this is what I was here for. Oh, okay. I found your your purpose. (laughs) I I was put here to be a dad to little girls. You know, it's just, you know, and and, uh, I never cared if we had boys or girls. I just wanted healthy kids. It truly did not matter to me. And then when we had Ruby, 
um, I was like, okay, so the teams are even. I feel pretty good about this. How do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I knew if we had a boy, he was going to be a little maniac like me. And I I just know what my mom dealt with. So (laughs) maybe we're good here. So we both came to the conclusion. We're done. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so do you, so you posted on Instagram, you're wondering, you're asking if Vikings will be back soon. Is it going to come back? Yeah, so it is coming back. I think, I want to say like the end of November, but I'm not positive. Usually as the actors, we're the last to find out when it actually comes back. Um, but uh, we, we have two seasons already filmed that haven't aired. So oh. there's loads of loads of content that is just waiting to be delivered to the people basically oh well, i i wish you success on that that's that i'm so proud of you and the career that's taken off for you after wrestling yeah i'm i am one of your biggest fans and just so happy for your your happiness and just you know everything that's that's consumed in your life i'm just sitting back applauding you <laughs> well thanks thanks Vic. it was uh <laughs> A lot of happy accidents, really, just a lot of things that just, you know, I never planned on being an actor. I really didn't. Um, It just, I know it sounds like very, uh, it just, it fell in my lap. And and I know a proper actor would be like, hey, asshole, what do you mean it just (laughs) fell in your lap? But it really, it did. Um, I, all I ever wanted to be was a wrestler. That was it. That's that from from the time I can remember. That's what I wanted to do with my life. But when that is not in the cards anymore, you go, hmm, all right. And it just so happens that my retirement speech was seen by the executive producers of a show called Haven, and they saw it. And the, the, like the, I've since become friends, very good friends with one of the executive producers, and he was like, everyone was in tears. And we're like, well, we got to get this guy for the show because they wanted a wrestling tie-in wow. um, because they were on After SmackDown. So they watched that. They were like, this guy can act. Little did they know I was just speaking from the heart with a live microphone and no script <laughs> <laughs> and, and ending what I did for my entire adult life. So they assumed I was acting. I was just speaking from the heart. And it ended up getting me a gig on that show. And what was supposed to just be a one-off guest episode turned into 41 episodes. And, um, you know, by the second season, I was taking classes. I was studying. I was watching movies and picking apart why actors made these choices the way I used to when I would watch matches and go, okay, why did Bret Hart do this there? Or why did Dean Malenko do this here? And now I was doing that with like, okay, why did Tom Hardy make this choice? And why did De Niro do this? And, yeah. and started peeling it apart like an onion. Um, and that's when it became really fun. And thankfully it also coincided with them making my character, one of the main characters on the show. So I felt a little more prepared. That's, and, you know, uh, there's and so much competition. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. 
Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. And acting too. It, it, it's crazy. It really is. Um, and like I said, that was, it all stemmed from, from wrestling. And, and wrestling gave me the platform and the opportunity and the eyeballs for this to, to be a feasible thing. And then you have guys like Dwayne and then guys like, you know, Dave and now John, who, yeah. you know, are really starting to make headway. And it, it helps because it shows producers and it shows people in that, that part of the industry that, that these people are players. And yeah. not only that, but they're very directable. And that's one thing that I've taken from all the directors I've worked with, because every episode is a different director. And they're, they're just blown away by how easy wrestlers are former wrestlers or whatever, uh, you know, people from our industry, how easy they are to work with. And I think part of that is just the idea with wrestling is you never fully believe something's going to happen until it's in the ring and it's happening. Right. And so you, you can't get too married to an idea. You can't get too precious about an idea because it, it's, it's ever changing. And I think sometimes actors read a script and they, they have it mapped out in their head. And then they get to set that day and it's not that way. And I've seen a lot of actors get upset because of that. I just roll in and go, I got my line. <laughs> that's, that's my job. So I'll have my lines. Where are we going to be? It's completely different than what it was on the, on the page. Fine. Okay. Yep. We got it. Wow. Because wrestling is a, is a great ad lib and, and it's amazing training for acting. Well, it's taught us it really how to is. be spontaneous. Then, yeah. To be, you know, go yeah. with the fly, <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, and, and, and as an actor, you have to because your, your acting partner in the scene might do something completely different than what you pictured in reading it on the page. So yeah. you have to be ready to adapt to that. You know, I, I had a scene with this he's a brilliant actor. His name's uh, Gustav uh, Skarsgård, and he plays Floki on Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his brother Bill is Pennywise and It, and his other brother is uh, Alexander, who is, you know, the vampire in True Blood, and he's been in a bunch of stuff. They're ridiculously talented family. Oh, wow. Dad's Peter Skarsgård, who was in, you know, just in that Chernobyl series. I mean, they're all just freaks when it comes to acting but we had this scene and it's just him and I over this table discussing you know the fate of this family and it just started and we started doing the scene and as we were doing it we both started crying and it wasn't on the page it just happened and afterwards we both sat there and looked at each other like whoa wow that was fun man (laughs) You know, oh my gosh. we didn't, we didn't know it was going to happen. It just did. Um, and, and wrestling trains you to be able to adapt to it for those things. Yeah. Well, you're, I'm, I'm such a, I love to watch your work on TV and, you know, I, um, I'm just amazed at how talented you are and just, I, I, I just, I keep applauding you and, you know, and just to be able to share some stories with you today has just it's really made my heart warm. I mean, in so many ways and my gratitude for you 
and to see how you're growing now with your own career. It's just, it's amazing. And I'm so happy for you. Uh, thanks, Vic. It, uh, you know, it's, it's been a fun ride. It really has. I have absolutely <laughs> no complaints. We, you know, Beth and I always joke around it's, it's champagne problems. You know, we, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll look at the schedule and go, man, it's about to get busy, but yeah, that's not a bad thing. You know, we're, we're I don't think we're, fun. yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You I'm know, sorry. and, well, we're having fun, and Beth is doing commentary for NXT now, and she's enjoying yeah. that. And, you know, I, I can tag out from Vikings, and she gets busy, so I'm home with the girls. And then she can go do that and apply herself to that and put put in the work there. And then, you know, uh, at some point, then she'll tag me back out, and I'll go do something. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it. uh it, it never stops, but those are, those are good things. And at the end of the day, the girls are never neglected, which is the most important thing. You know, they always have one of us here. Yeah, I think in our industry, we don't know how to slow down. And when we do, we don't know what to do with the quiet time. You know, so it's always like we're always, you know, I guess when I'm, I'm going fast, I'm happy. And when I slow down, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so bored right now. <laughs> yeah, well, so when I first retired, I truly, I was like, right, this is going to be awesome. I'm just going to sit here. And <laughs> like read and and grow a big beard and play just, ukulele <laughs> and, and play ukulele and just essentially do nothing and it was cool. We, but then so Haven called and then so I did a season of that. I finished that. I was like, right, that's it, going on the deck because I didn't know if there was going to be another <laughs> season of Haven for my character or anything. I was like, that's it. I'm just going to do this. After about six months, I got this massive beard and. You know, I'm just painting luchadors during the day, like these pop, <laughs> pop art luchadors. And I'd go down to get a coffee and people would be kind of looking at me like, oh, who's this guy? And then one day I looked in the mirror, I was like, I can't, I'm starting to resemble the Unabomber a little bit. So maybe it's time to do something. Take and, a shower. Uh, and, yeah, maybe take a shower, trim the beard a little, you know, um, then, uh, Thankfully, Haven called and said, we want you back for another season. Are you in? I was like, yeah. Do you need me to come up and build sets? Because I'm bored. <laughs> and and this was before uh, Beth and I had started dating and before kids. So it was a lot slower then. Um, now there's not a minute of the day that feels boring. You wow. know, because even if I'm home, I'm like, okay, so what do we got to do? Yeah, and I'm chasing <laughs> toddlers. How funny. Well, um, Adam, I like to uh, end my show with a question uh, for our guests. And I have a question for you. Um, if, someone okay. if someone asked you to be your apprentice and learn all that you know, what would you teach them? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm guessing they would want to, they, it would be wrestling that they would want to learn about. Um, so in, in, I, I guess I, you can look at it in a few ways. So if it's wrestling, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down even more. Always remember to breathe. Take the moment to breathe because if you don't breathe, you're automatically going to rush. You're going to get yeah. blown up. Bad things are going to happen. So that was the thing is, is always pump the brakes, always pump the brakes. There's no harm in that. More story can come out if, 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 I, I appreciate the athleticism. I appreciate all of those things. I like, yeah, okay, cool. It looks like a matrix fight scene. <laughs> when I really get pulled in is when somebody stops and looks at the camera or looks and, and I can get pulled into that character. And the only way to do that is by slowing down. 
Yeah. So Good that point. would be my wrestling advice. My real life advice would be to live in the present tense. Um, Very you can, good. You can look forward all the time, and I, I get it. There, there's a time and a place where you need to do that. Um, but looking in the rear view doesn't do anything. Um, to me, if if you're too busy looking in the rear view and you're too look, busy looking out the windshield, you're not actually paying attention to what's happening in this moment. And so much gets missed. You know, whether it's you're too busy doing, you know, mapping up plans for the future and your daughter's asking you to draw this picture of Santa Claus and you're so wrapped up in what you're doing that you miss that. Or you you miss the opportunity to go out and watch that sunset because you're, I don't know, booking flights or whatever it is, you know. So I think it's just always being aware of what's happening in the now, too. Um, Good advice. And I try to make a conscious effort to do that. And it's hard sometimes. It really is. Yeah. But I, I wear this little bracelet and it, it says, be here now. And I'll always look at it and go, right. Okay. I needed that. Very um, good. I'm that oh person my gosh. that needs that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, thank you so much for your time. I, I just love you to pieces. And I, I wish you and Beth so much love and success. And um, have fun raising your girls and I know we'll see each other on the road sometime you know and as always you know it's a pleasure to, to catch up with you and um, thank you so much for just taking this time out from your busy schedule uh, thanks Vic it was a blast I knew it would all be right. all right thank you have a great day you too all right bye bye-bye whether you're streaming gaming video chatting or doing it all at once gig speed internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about Gig Speed Internet or ask about other popular plans. Enjoy faster downloads, more of the gaming you love, and a better streaming experience on all your devices. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to get a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Keep the devices in your home protected from Wi-Fi threats with Xfinity XFi. If it's connected, it's protected. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. 